Yo, what's up? This your boy A-Wax with the Lunch and Blunt Show, and we back with another week and another episode, and man, man, matter of fact, it's a new year. Golly, man, we've been Happy doing new this year. thing, man. Happy New Year, man. And we sit down with a special guest. Y'all know, y'all know he done been on the show once before, my man Robert Thomas Jr., man. The real news behind the news, man. What's up? What's happening with you, Robert? Oh, man, hey, glad to be here with you, Adrian, man. Uh, you want a few yeah. young people out there doing, you know, doing things, man, that I believe the community should get behind. I'm good, yeah. man. How about yourself, man? man Happy I, New Year. Happy New Year, man. I cannot complain, man. God is good. God is good. We doing our thing out here today on this beautiful, beautiful morning. Look, Chris morning out here. Yeah, not Chris. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> can I cuss on here? Yeah, we can cuss. We can say we all. edit it out yeah, if you have to. Yeah, ain't worried about all that, man. We gonna get it in today, brother. We yeah, because I know in. most people say N word, but I'm like, yeah. if you say N word, don't you still mean nigga? Yeah, <laughs> you might. Uh, anyway, go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, 2023, man. We were just wrapping up. It's it's been a 2023 was pretty wild. You know what I'm saying? We had uh, we had several several different events take place. You know, I know you you be on it. I catch you and you be talking about some real heavy heavy stuff, dog. You know, like we America's at a war now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and we actually in two wars right now. And, but they don't they don't say that. They don't say it like that. They're just saying that we're helping the Ukraine to defeat Russia when it's reality. It wouldn't even be a war if they weren't taking your tax dollars and my tax dollars. Mm. Do you realize we didn't gave Ukraine almost $250 billion mm. in the last year and a half, and they're getting their ass kicked for well, almost two years, and mm. Russia has won that war. Mm. But most importantly right now, one of the main issues that's probably going to uh, contribute to the downfall of America is this war that's going on between Israel and Palestine. Uh-huh. And uh, we have to realize that even though we're sitting here, do y'all realize you got some of your children are over there in the Red Sea right now um, being attacked by the Houthi rebels? But anyway, yeah, so um, there's a lot of stuff going on, man. Um, and, you know, I like to talk about international issues that affect us all. But um, most people don't want to hear about international issues. Most people don't care about nothing that don't happen outside of their mailbox. You know, so we, we got to get over that. And understand that this war is, is coming home to all of us. Man, when you say that, that's real, though. Yeah. It kind of went down. Yeah, it's a little went down. Well, Thank you, sir. I mean, that's why uh, um, God gave me the, uh, he inspired that title, The Real News Behind the News, because by me, uh, one time working for NBC, the NBC, the NBC affiliate here in Shreveport, KTAL, oh, I shouldn't have called their name out. They fired me. I thought I was holding that boy. I'll punch him in the face. But uh, anyway, um, I learned how propaganda really works. And in America, Adrian, we think we're the most important and most intelligent people in human history when in reality we're the dumbest people on the planet because we don't understand that your YouTubes, your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your TikToks, Mm. It's being used to propagandize and mm-hmm. dumb down our people. All they want us to do, especially in the black community, all they want us to do is see women twerking and niggas rapping with guns, money, and dope and stuff like that. But in reality, we in America only get access to 30% of the information that's out there in the world when we uh, mm. when we uh, engage in social media. You got to realize there's that's two. a low number. Now, let me show you yeah. why. 
is two people controls everything that you see here in America. Well, mm -hmm. three now. Yeah. Three people control everything that you see mm -hmm. and hear mm -hmm. and engage with in America, especially when it comes to social media. I give you. I let's see if you can guess them three people. You got George Soros? No. No. Okay. Oh, oh, oh I'm out. Well, I'm Soros, out. he funds a lot of, of these yeah, people's operations. Yeah. But the three people who controls everything that you see in here are Mark Zuckerberg, mm. and Young, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. You got Jeff Bezos, who yeah. owns Amazon, yeah. Google, yeah. YouTube, and yeah. now you got Elon Musk, who owns Twitter. So yeah. between those three, 70% uh, of what's told to us by them on their platforms is only 30% of what's available out there on the World Wide Web. Well, we got these smartphones here in America, but don't realize we're the dumbest people on the planet mm. because we use smartphones to do dumb shit. Mm. We use smartphones to do dumb shit like watch videos. Mm. You know? But go mm. ahead, my brother. No, that's, that's fucking deep, though. Yeah. We use smartphones to do dumb to do, shit. Do, do dumb shit. And put it like this. <laughs> if I see my, my son, my 13-year-old son, who I got to go get up in Ohio. Daddy, come and get you, little boy. Uh, in two weeks, daddy be up there to get you and bring you back home. But um, he showed me a video of these little girls dancing. These little girls can't be no more than six, seven years old, but they dancing and uh, actually imitating this one chick, Sexy Red. I don't know why they call that bitch Sexy Red. That bitch she look like, she look like a nigga I used to slap box with <laughs> in the fourth grade, really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> But for yeah, real though, yeah, yeah. now these little girls, and we they cheering it on in the background, mm -hmm. but don't realize probably these little girls can't even, they can't even do their two timetables. Mm -hmm. They barely probably can't spell their name. They probably can't really read or write. Now I'm not mm -hmm. judging them, I don't know, yeah. but in 90% of the cases, mm -hmm. when, put it like this, if your, if your eight year old child, your eight, if men, if your eight year old son, can sing the lyrics to any rap music that's out there today, because all of it is talking about killing and self-destruction. Yeah. If your eight-year-old son can sing the lyrics to these rap songs but can't do his nine-time tables, you are raising a future gangbanger. Mm. If your little daughter is six years old and can't spell her name, but she can sing everything that bald head, sexy red, so-called yeah. chick can sing, you are raising a stripper. Yeah. I hate to be blunt, but that's what it is because these yeah. kids are not caring about education. You give your kids a phone, you think, I'm going to show you something. We the dumbest, this is the dumbest generation, especially our children. Yeah. Like, yeah. We like to say yeah. they smart. Yeah. No, they not smart because all you're doing is giving them this device where all they got to do is say Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Uh, hit that microphone, say Fred, Fred Flintstone, and everything that Fred Flintstone going to pop up. Yeah. Ask them little retarded motherfuckers to spell a Fred Flintstone. <laughs> They'll be stuck with the phone. Mom, but the phone don't work no more. If you got, if you got to spell it, they can't do it. But go ahead, man. Nah, man, you killing it today. That's just real talk. This is some real stuff, man. It's reality check. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I thank you for that, hey, man. man. We need you a know, reality check. You always we been need, a real man. We, we need a reality check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, for real. You know, we need this uh, reality check because we're finna have a system reset. Yeah. So, um, we, I Come mean, on. if we get a chance, I'll talk about the system reset that's coming up. But, but let's get into that. Let's get into that. You know, because it does seem like it's gonna be a reset. 
I mean, it's coming. The money, the value of the dollar. You know what? Now let me show you. Like a lot of people can't understand this, but you got to realize, after World War II, in order for the United States to get into that war, they made a, an agreement. Uh -huh. Shortly after the war became the Bretton Woods Agreement, uh -huh. where if we go come over there and help y'all fight Hitler, we're gonna want the world's reserve currency. Now, in order to get that world reserve currency, instead of the money being backed by gold, which is what uh, civilizations have always done throughout history, you know what the United States say we're going to back our money behind? Oil. Mm. That's where you get your petrodollar from. Mm -hmm. Do you know that no matter where oil is um, um, refined, um, I mean drilled and refined and made into gasoline or whatever, no matter where you at on the planet, that oil, if it's from Saudi Arabia, got to be sold for the United States dollar. Mm -hmm. Well, what's going to happen in the Great Reset, what you have right now is what's called the BRICS coalition. Yep. Britain, yep. Russia, India, yep. China. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't forget the one to see. But anyway, these countries have come together already and dropped your dollar. Yeah. Meaning that they're doing their business now in their country's currencies. Yep. Which means nobody wants the dollar no more because it's nothing but a piece of paper that they print up. Yeah. And they print this one piece of paper up and say, I give you this one dollar piece of paper, but I need 40 cents for every piece of paper that I print up. Yeah. So what's to stop me and you from going in there yeah. and printing up some papers that look just like this paper? Yeah. They call it counterfeiting. Yeah. Even if we had the technology to make an actual dollar bill, me and you will go to jail yeah. for printing up some fake shit that yeah. they print fake shit, the fake shit that they print up every day. Mm. So now your system is not going to be able to handle the fact that Saudi Arabia no longer sells their oil for the dollar. Mm. They sell it for their currency or they sell it to the Russians for the ruble yeah. or they sell it to the Chinese for the yuan. When in the uh, days past before last year, if Saudi Arabia wanted to sell their oil to China, they would have to buy dollars to buy that oil from Saudi Arabia. That's over with. Yeah. So you're finna see a rapid decline in the American economy. Mm. And that's what the Great Reset is going to be about because the Great Reset is... I mean, it's a lot more to it because you got to look at the immigration problem. Yeah. You got you to look at the so-called global warming or climate change let me show y'all something climate and weather are almost the same goddamn thing because climate change is only the weather weather patterns throughout history climate is weather I, we live in louisiana a climate where the weather is pretty warm yeah now guess what they talking about too much carbon dioxide it can't be because if there was too much carbon dioxide guess what would happen the whole world would bloom with flowers, trees. Yeah. Because what they what do what do flowers and trees? They breathe the carbon yeah. that comes they out of our it. body. They but they it. telling you you breathing too much and it's destroying the ozone layer. But the motherfuckers that telling you that <laughs> flying on private jets <laughs> destroying So yeah. Everything is like a word a rabbit hole. You go yeah. down on one top one subject, you go down that hole, bro, you be like, God damn, I'm yeah. You be here in America acting like yeah. you're in a South Korean prison uh, yeah, because you're looking at this is what this shit tied up to.
You know what it is. Make sure y'all tap in to Robert Thomas Jr., the real news behind the news, man. Y'all getting it right here today, man. Man, listen, it, it, it's so much, man. You, we just, we just touched the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even got started. We, we, we haven't even got started, man. You know what I'm saying? You look at the world today and how how far we've come, man. You know, and how 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 we want more, 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 and more. It's never enough for us. It's because you're in a capitalistic society. You gotta have more so the corporations can make motherfucking money. You see what I'm saying? That yeah. we was we in what's called a capitalistic society where everything is based off uh, commerce. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the commerce is uneven because you have the banks first and foremost who gives the corporations the money to bribe the fucking government, your government officials, to say, well, look, we need. Uh, I'm a weapons contractor. I make missiles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got the biggest. Uh, Stock, uh, you know, we're we the biggest trading company on the stock market. That's because we make fucking airplanes. We're called Boeing. Yeah. We make airplanes. Yeah. 
that they take you around the world, but we also make motherfucking hypersonic missiles. Yeah. We also make uh, 150 inch mortar shells yeah. that we as Americans use to bomb other people to yeah. take their shit. Yeah. So that we can have gold chains and yeah. shiny things here in America. It's a yeah. capitalistic society. Yeah. You were saying something earlier about the immigration. Black folks, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> you think they give a fuck about y'all this election? No, they got them some new niggas. It's called the immigrants. What they're doing with that is part of the Great Reset because in order to uh, negate uh, a nation's cultural heritage, you got to bring in people from other places. Now, I'm going to show you something else that they're doing. If you notice, they're having problems recruiting in the military. They're having problems finding niggas that's going to go out here and watch watch these white folk dishes at these restaurants. And when I say white folk, don't mean I'm a racist. And I just mean because y'all white folks, y'all own the shit. We got to go work at y'all restaurants. And we need $12.50 to $17 an hour. But these people from other countries, well, keep in mind now, they're coming from countries yeah. who we're actively bombing, yeah. who we're actively destabilizing, yeah. putting dope. When you see these people coming, they coming from Honduras. They're yeah. not coming from Mexico. Nah. Most people think nah. they're Mexico. Nah, them nah. folks coming from Venezuela, yeah. Honduras. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they coming from way down south far as Peru because we're fueling a drug trade that's destabilizing their country. So now they coming here. They willing to work for that job. Well, you say, I need $12.75. They be like, see, senior, $4. Yeah. $4.50 hour. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh. what it's doing is driving down your labor pool, your labor wages. Mm -hmm. It's driving down the price of labor. Because, again, jobs that you and I was getting $20 for 20 years ago. Yeah. Motherfucker getting $8.50 for that and now. Wow. These illegal immigrants. Plus, I'm going to just be real. Yeah. I'm not a Republican Democrat. I'm not a Christian Muslim Jew, but I'm finna show you. It's the Democrats who are fueling it because the Democrats know right now they can't beat Donald Trump. Uh -huh. And everybody's supposed to hate Trump. I know. Uh, I'm gonna be real. Y'all niggas might get mad. I'm looking at voting for Trump because yeah. what they doing to him by put bringing these charges up against that man. If y'all gonna bring charges up against Donald Trump, why you ain't bringing charges up against Joe Biden yeah. and his son? All they got their money they stole from Ukraine, which is part of the reason why we're at war with Ukraine. Right now. You see, people don't gather this, that Joe Biden got on TV, told them folks in Ukraine, if you don't fire the prosecutor who's investigating my son, you won't get this billion dollars that Barack Obama sent uh -huh. me over here to give you. Uh -huh. He was sitting in Ukraine when he told these people that. And the Ukrainian uh, attorney general said, you can't do that. He said, bullshit. If he's not fired... By 2 o'clock before I leave here, you won't get this billion dollars. And guess what? They fired that man. Joe Biden gave him the billion dollars and came over here. Now they're blackmailing his ass in the Ukraine. Uh -huh. This is why he just gave them $200 billion uh -huh. of your money and my money. Yeah. Our tax money. Yeah. So you got to understand. I don't know how I got to that. Because I heard a little bit on the news about the tax money. The, the Ukrainians talking about the tax money. Man, let me show you something. With that $250 billion we just gave Ukraine over the last year and a half, do you realize it only takes $40 billion you could end homelessness in America for 10 years? $40 billion out of two hundred fifty. With another $50 billion, we could have fixed a lot of roads, trains, train tracks, uh, upgraded our infrastructure. Bridges are falling down in America 
Well, another 50, 60 billion you could have fixed that. Uh, some of your most important uh, yeah. bridges that 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 uh, handles commerce, uh -huh. you know, and travel. Okay. You see what I'm saying? But we said that. So now that's 80 billion. Uh -huh. Do you realize teachers here in America are going on strike because they uh, are not getting pensions? They're not being fairly compensated for their labor. You have. Um, um, People who work for social, I mean, for governments, whether it be your city government, people that drive your trash truck, yeah. do you realize these people are being paid pennies on the dollar? Yeah. While right now, another 80 billion of that money from the Ukraine, we're paying for teacher salary. We're paying the politician salaries in Ukraine. We're paying retirement for the people of Ukraine right now, and we are suffering in America. Think about this, man. The people from Ukraine, all they got to do is get off the airplane, and guess what? As soon as they get here, bro, they get they get a two thousand dollar month Social Security check. Ain't never worked a day in in their life in America. They get a free house. They get grants. They get loans. Niggas can't. Only thing nigga can get around here is arrested. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But we're paying for this shit. We're paying for this. Now, when you said that, it, it makes me think about something else right quick because I'm, I'm going to change it from nationally to locally. Vote Henry Whitehorn here. I was just in about to go there. What do you think about that? First and foremost, and Whitehorn. First and foremost, Nicholson is nothing more than Steve Prater in a younger body. Mm. Out of all the people that Steve Prater, the sheriff of Caddo Parish, could have endorsed, he chose a fucking lawyer who has no police experience at all. Yeah. Only police, only experience he has with the legal system is if, and I don't know John Nicholson personally, I do know him from the time I engaged with him, but only time he has a problem, I mean, something to do with the legal system when he's trying to get a nigga locked up. Mm. Or he's trying to get some kind of shady ass deal done. Mm. Now, what's going to happen with Nicholson is uh, he's going to do he's he's going to be nothing more than a second motherfucking reincarnation of Steve Prater because yeah. Steve Prater endorses him. So, so you Steve, think it's going to be some kickback to Prater? But Nicholson being if he get that spot, what do you mean? Oh, is it going to be some kickback? Course. Man, Steve Prater got so many scams going on. He need, even though he's retiring, he needs somebody that he can control to keep his money coming in. No, man, you think I'm finna own a, a, a trillion dollar business, you know what I'm saying, then let a nigga from around the corner <laughs> come in and uh, when I retire? No, I'm finna get somebody who I groomed to come in and take this shit over. Yeah. And now, Prater like, look, everything that go down, I need 20% kickback. I know you gonna take a 15, 20% kickback. And then we kick back the people who kicked us back. And then the other 15% that's left, we do give it to the public. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a game being ran on us, man. Yeah. You, who, he, who, in that put like this. He who controls the guns controls the power. The yeah. sheriff is the most. The sheriff's office is the most important office in Shreveport yeah. and Caddo Parish. Shreveport is part of Caddo Parish. Yeah. Think about this: the sheriff tells us he can't help with crime, uh -huh. even though Shreveport is the county seat, where parish seat. 
meaning Shreveport is the center of Cattle Parish. Your motherfucking sheriff's department, his office is downtown Texas Street. He tells us that he can't help us with the crime, but yeah, he can come and raid a nigga house for some weed. Yeah. He can raid a nigga house if a nigga ain't paid his property taxes. Yeah. Meaning he can now take your motherfucking property that you two years to, uh, that you behind on your property taxes, put it up to a sale at auction that his boy Jerry Lawler owns. Yeah. Now I'm not making no accusation. I'm just telling you how this shit might go, <laughs> but y'all might want to look at it. And if you lost property, yeah. on, especially if you had a home, you lost property on property taxes. What happens now? The sheriff puts your house up for auction. Now who owns the auction? His partner, the one that owns the Inquisitor. He owns the auction, so now all he got to do is, both of them got to do is fill that auction up with 10 of eight people yeah. that comes and bid on your property and my property. And get it for cheap. Come on now. You get your car towed. As soon as you go to that fucking impound lot, it was definitely $100 just to come on the lot to look at your car and say, I'm going to come and get you, hopefully. You be like looking at your car like this. I miss you, baby. They be like, nigga, you got five minutes left for this $100 that you just spent. Now to get your car back, that shit go up like $50, $60 a day. They know most of us black people can't afford that shit. Afford that shit. So guess what they do now? Once they finally close in and impound your shit, they send it to the same goddamn auction that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. and motherfuckers buying your car from you, putting it on their lot, and you come back out there on tax day and see your shit. See your shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no income tax come around. They got to have a lot of cars ready for yeah, niggas. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they do. They take your shit, tell their partners, look, I got this nice 2000. 25, 25. That shit ain't even came out yet. We already impounded one. Yeah. That shit ain't even, because you got a 20, yeah. 2025 Escalade. They already impounded. <laughs> now I'm just joking. It's real. You know what I'm saying? Now they put that shit on the car lot, and yeah. niggas gonna be like, it's 2024. It'll come out the next year. I'll go and get broke and buy this car. Yeah. I'll go and get broke and take out a fucking loan yeah. for a vehicle that's almost, you can go buy two or three houses in the hood with. So this, this is the game that they run on. That's why Shad Prater um, is endorsing Nicholson. He needs somebody to continue the fuckery that yeah. he's been fucking around fucking with. Yeah. Look at that. Man, right here at the Lunch of Blood Show. Y'all getting it, man. Mr. Robert Thomas Jr. The real news behind the news, man. Listen. Lunch and blunt. Hey, man. <laughs> we, 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 we get it today, man. And, uh, hey, Robert. Tell everybody where they can find you, man, because uh, I'm going to tell you, they're going to want to tap in. They're going to they gonna want to follow you. Well, I'm an old Negro. Y'all can tell I'm an old Negro. I've been yeah. through the war. Yeah. Um, I, I do social media, but mostly you can find me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, if you're doing a social media thing, you can find me on Facebook at The Real News Behind the News or hashtag The Real News 3. It's spelled hashtag lowercase T-H-E. R-E-A-L-N-E-W-S, the letter, I mean, the number three. Or you can find me on YouTube with those same uh, same information. But most importantly, this year, all you got to do is watch the news on TV, and you're going to see me. You can find me out here in the streets trying to change the lives of, the, of this younger generation coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, but on social media, I'm on Instagram as uh, The Real News 3 or Robert. You can always find me under Robert R. Thomas Jr., The Real News Behind the News. But, um, this year here and from now on, you're going to find me more and more in the hood, invade, I mean, actually engaging uh, the community to do better because 
But right now, man, we have a community that's so caught up in social media yeah. that we would rather listen to the Cat Williams interview, him talking about people getting their booty hole blown out, talking about T.D. Jakes. I told y'all, didn't, I always told y'all, that's a snack. I know I'm snacking too, but I got shot in the mouth. I wonder what pushed his teeth out of, out of his mouth. It wasn't no bullet, but if he named Power Bottom, that gives you an idea. Y'all niggas thought that shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I understand, but y'all sit back and watch this Cat Williams interview, which Cat gave you a lot of a lot of lot of information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to people telling you about vote for Henry Whitehorn, niggas ain't trying to hear that shit. Man, oh man, just scroll by that shit. That nigga always talking about that voting shit. Man, vote for Henry Whitehorn, man. Man, niggas talking about, man, that my vote don't count. That's because you didn't vote, nigga. Think about it. He won this election, they say, by one vote. One vote more. That means one nigga stayed in line. Yeah. Instead of going home, he stayed in long enough to elect the first black sheriff yeah. in Caddo Parish. Yeah. And the white folks say, no, nah, we can't have that. Yeah. Where did one nigga come from? Yeah. So now we got to look at all these niggas' paperwork. Yeah. Because we can't let them but, be. But this will give me, just think about it, because you know how long you wait in the voting line. Who got time to go back and vote again? <laughs> who, I mean, now, who got the question time that we to ask go back and who's bringing, who's bringing those illegal ballots? Now, I'm going to be real. Oh, There's God. election fraud on both sides. Yeah. I think, I'm going to just be real. Can I call it what it is? And call this is no disrespect to both candidates, especially Whitehorn. But Whitehorn probably cheated a little better <laughs> than Nicholson did. <laughs> Instead of having five illegal voters, Whitehorn had that six one. They yeah. gave you that one vote. I'm not saying that this is what happened, but this is how this shit works. They all cheat. Whoever cheats better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to think about it. If you all don't think they, they stole that election from Donald Trump, yeah. if y'all don't realize that January 6th shit yeah. was just some fake ass shit that they needed so that they could try to put this man in jail because the Democrats know they can't beat him. They know they can't beat Trump, can't beat. so they got to tie his ass up yeah. in court where he can't even campaign, and he's still kicking their ass. Yeah. And now y'all think this is a far-fetched. Do you understand what a color, color revolution is or what happens when we overthrow other countries and destabilize them? We yeah. do it through the election system. Yeah. So our politicians are skilled yeah. in stealing elections. Yeah. Who the fuck would have... Come on. I'm pretty be real. I thought a lot of politicians... Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, you go ahead. No, no, you know, you know, most of the politicians are lawyers now. Yeah. <laughs> so they understand the laws, and I can say this shit here with certain wording, and it will not make me liable for what I fucking said. I can say any fucking thing I want about you, long as I say the word alleged. Yeah. I can say, man, I saw, I saw them niggas over there, man. They was on the stroll. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It could be the truth or it could be fiction. Yeah. But if I say alleged, you can't sue me. So that's the that's yeah. why these lawyers yeah. control politics. Yeah. They know how to use the wording of the law to get around yeah. the law. Yeah. They know how to use the election rules to yeah. know how to cheat yeah. in fucking elections. Yeah. So this election was basically stolen. From the black man, which first and foremost, black people, we gotta fault our goddamn selves. Because in Caddo Parish, uh, just say we'll just take Shreveport. Shreveport is a city of 180,000 people. 
60% black. So that means at least 100,000 niggas live in Shreveport. And you mean to tell me when the white people are only like 40%, so that means they less than 40% now because them folk from the mother country. So what, we just go get white people 40%. If we 60%, that means we got uh, 90, uh, 100 some thousand. That means they 40%. They're going to have 20,000 people less than us. 80, by numbers, they can't beat us yeah. in these elections. Yeah. Why are we only winning by one motherfucking point? Right here at the Lunch of Blood show, man. Y'all getting it. Man, listen here, man. Make sure y'all tap in. Like, comment, subscribe, follow this channel, man. Make sure y'all tap in to Robert Thomas Jr. The real news behind the news. This your boy A-Wax. We'll see y'all next week. Hey, man. Love you, man. Love you. Nah, love you. Give me some, man. I love you, big bro. I love you. Well, little, you little brother. And you know what I always say, big bro and little bro. It's about... Yo, what's up? This your boy AWAX with the Lunch of Blood Show. And we back with another week and another episode. And man, you know what it is. Man, we got Big Low, JT Money. Man, and listen here, man. We talking about it today, man. Listen here, man. New year, new things, man. We dropping bombs. We dropping bombs. How y'all feeling today? 2024. I'm still standing. We still standing strong. Oh, yeah. We still standing strong no matter what go on. Yeah. We popping. No matter what go on. Everything working. Yeah, mm -hmm. no matter what go on. Yeah, look good, look good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing their thing, man. It's awesome, it's awesome. Um, y'all know I'm gonna come, you know, let y'all say this is probably like, this is our first show this year. Oh yeah, 2020. Yeah, so uh, I just yeah, wanna say, you know, since we ain't seen y'all in a minute, you know, happy, happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year's, happy belated New Year's to everybody who made it, you know what I'm saying? Happy New Year's to all the ones who are uh, incarcerated, yeah, who, don't, yeah. who don't belong there. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to say, uh, you know what I'm saying, RIP my little cousin, Tuwak, you know what I'm saying, little, little Tudor, man, you know what I'm saying, I really miss you, man, I love you, you know, uh, sorry it had to be like that my last time seeing you, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna miss you, little homie, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna miss you, and, uh, and to my little sister, my little baby sister, Shakidra Love, Kita, we're gonna miss you, and we love you too, uh, to save us a spot. You know, I'm saying? Just save us a spot. A real nice spot. And, uh, we shall see each other again. I'm going to say that in great spirit. Yeah. I'm going to smile when I say that. Yeah. Get it. That's one thing for sure. We yep. will see each other again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm tuning in. Man, man. How my brother's doing? How my brother's doing? Man, New Year, man. Oh, hey, yeah. man, I want y'all to, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, want to show a little love to the person behind this, you know what I'm saying? Without him, a lot of this stuff won't even be possible. We won't even know, you know, how this a feel. It's man. a feeling that we didn't got that we don't even, you know, a lot of times we can't even find a way to give people credit, you know, for giving yeah. you a feeling. You know what I'm saying? You know, the person might have gave you a good feeling and you'll think about them up the road when things get super stupid, stupid bad for you, but... You don't need to think about it why it's stupid bad for you. You need to think about it for why why you still in good health and good spirit and uh yeah. I just want everybody to know, you know what I'm saying, we are very appreciative for the new subscribers to the Lunch and Blunt show. We yes, just sir. reached we just reached the gold mine. Yeah. You know, and uh keep subscribing, baby. You know, I just wanna say, man, y'all need to give a lot of shout out to my boy Wax, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? He's behind all of this, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? And uh 
That's our brother, Agent Turner, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Y'all can follow him on any site, you know what I'm saying? He Editing, you know what I'm saying, marketing, commercial, anything you need, you know what I'm saying? If you need a platform to come out and get yourself heard, you know what I'm saying, we can reach out to you. We ain't turning nobody away. We helping you. You don't have to steal. Nah. Always helping. We always helping. You don't have to come around, you know. But I just want to let y'all know we wanted to give him his flowers, you know what I'm saying? Because without him, it wouldn't be no Kalo and JT, and it wouldn't be no Lunch and Blunt Show, and it wouldn't be this platform. The little things y'all have heard about us, y'all won't even been heard. You know what I'm saying? We'll still be some, just some niggas. You know what I'm saying? Man, listen, man. This is what we do it for, man. This is what we do it for, man. Y'all, y'all, young and gifted. Young, gifted, and black. You know what I mean? Doing y'all thing, man. And sometimes we just need that outlet. Sometimes we need that platform. You know what I'm saying? Just to voice ourselves, man. Just, just to speak our mind for a minute with no criticism. You know what I'm saying? Let it all hang out. You know what I'm saying? Lord, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. bro. You and JT, since y'all touched down, y'all let it all hang out. Man. You know what I mean? It really more I be going to say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to, I just want to tell you, I, I appreciate you for just, man, opportunities, you, yeah. big, small, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I could be a, just a kid in the neighborhood having it hard at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I come through here and say I cut you off for ten dollars and yeah. give me that opportunity, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think people knowing about what graciality is, you know what I'm saying? I'm explaining a little bit about that. I'm learning new words, you know what I'm saying? I'm still in school, too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is my last still semester, learning. so uh, we might be having a, a graduated low. Mm, right. A graduated yeah. low. We might we might see that, you know what I'm saying? You might see low in the cap and gown here yeah. in the, next, oh, in the next 10 to 11 months, you know what I'm saying? They uh, If you go and look up on BBC campus site, you know, you'll find my name now on the dean's list. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the dean. I'm getting looked at that. The dean is watching me. Yeah. Trying to get it. So man. when I seen that, you know what I'm saying, you know, my antennas went up high and, and, and I couldn't do nothing but break down and thank one person, and that was God. Yeah. And and, and and the people that's in my corner sticking by beside me, showing me real humble love. Yeah. Trying to get it, man. You know what I'm saying? So everything you done done for me and everything you done done for me, you know what I'm saying, big, little, small, man. I just want to let y'all know I'm appreciative. Man, blessings. You're going to ride or die with you for you. Blessings. It ain't about what you can do. You're going to ride or die for you. Real talk. Right. Listen, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't about what you can do. Real talk. I ain't tripping on that. As long as you right. Uh, yeah. living in, and, I, and I just want to let a lot of y'all know, you know what I'm saying, it's all right to uh, whoever's in your corner right now, think about if they wasn't there for just one one second. Uh, it could be your mom. It could just be you and your mom. She doing all she can. She working that low-end job. Uh, your friends having things and you ain't having them things and you at that age, you like 15, you battling. You ain't a bad kid, you know what I'm saying? You one step away from running with your pockets. Uh, just hold on, man, you know what I'm saying? Yo, it's a, life is crazy, your moment coming, and uh, yeah. you're gonna be able to touch things in the family that no one was able to touch if you just hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, things is totally different now, and uh, you ain't got to rush to, uh, to, to, to to get simple things, you know what I'm saying? Because these things that we think something, that it ain't nothing. Nah, overrated. It ain't nothing, so. Uh, if you're in that situation right now and you got somebody that's in your corner and it might not even seem like a lot, they just might be there for this. You just know they got you for this. They got it. it may be small at the moment, but I want you to put yourself in a position to where if you didn't have it, mm-hmm. no matter how small or how big it is, you know, a person might, you might have somebody that come through with you on Tuesdays around 3.30 every other week, every other week, and smoke a blunt or two with you. Yeah. You don't see them that often. They might just come through every other week by around 3 30 4 o'clock in the evening and smoke a blunt with you if they do that long enough in that routine and they real genuine 
you after a while, no matter what type of life you have and what type of money you have, what type of people that you're starting to be around, you're going to know one thing, that that person that used to come by here at 3.30, 4 o'clock every other Wednesday and smoke with me, they were doing that out the genuineness and kindness of their heart because they loved me for who I was. Thanks. But those person, that person that's doing that or doing that right now, they getting no flowers, no one thinking about them. It's just like they're yeah. just a person waiting to die off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want to start trying to find a ways to give everybody some type of yeah. care and love and happiness and to just let them know that they matter. Yeah. I, I think I think people can do better and move forward in the next day if they can just go out and show somebody that they matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and we I think that's what it's about. We need to just start reach one, teach one. Taking things that matter. Mm-hmm. The small things though. Because you know what I'm saying, we can't always praise that person because everybody ain't going to better give you that $10,000 help. Nah. Or that $1,000 help. Mm-hmm. Some people ain't going to even better give you that $100 help. Mm-hmm. $20 I help. Might, I might just have the $10 help. Yeah. But guess what? That $10 help, if I'm coming up off of it, if I'm saying that that's my help, I'm, I'm probably not even really able to get that, but I'm going to give it mm-hmm. to show gra- gracious gratitude. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, 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 that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to do that to show like, hey, I don't completely don't care, yeah. but this is what I have, you know what I'm saying? And I just want to pray for the people who would take the 10 and go behind your back and be like, what the fuck I'm going to do? What is this? Mm-hmm. I just want to pray for those because they're not going to do it in front of you. They're going to go behind you and be like, man, motherfucker gave me number $10. Hey, man, I just want you to uh, stay strong and just uh, yeah. keep reading and studying because it's yeah. something you're still missing. Yeah. It's something that they, yeah. they miss. They still missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that 10 that he gave you, you don't even know what you took from it. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Could have been his leg. They don't care. And that's sad. But he's still showing love. See, it's yep. world. What if, what, if, what if it was Tuesday and that was his last 20 and he's not going to make it to work and he probably won't be able to make it to work Friday, Friday payday. But he was going to put that whole 20 tank, but he stopped. Busted 10 down and gave 10 out to show him gratitude. You a man. Ain't that don't matter. World fucked up like that. I want to find the, the, the people who are doing those things. Yeah. And the people who have those type of hearts. And the people who are holding on nah, while nah, doing that. Nah, what it is, it's people that, that's in a hard time giving other people hard times. That's what's going on. The hearts ain't gonna add up if you're doing that. Yeah. You know that's going on. There's people that's in hard times giving other people hard times, making it worse and worse in life. The person in that situation, whoever got more genuine in them than the other one, one is battling to not be like the other and is looking for the power and the moment and time to not. Be who they are. Yeah. They just need a push. And yeah. what has happened is that other person know that. So what they're doing is manipulating the situation because they don't want them to see the light. Messed up, ain't it? They don't want them to see the light. Because once they see the light, they still in their darkness. Mm-hmm. And they have found the light. No matter, it ain't even got to necessarily be money. It can be something coming like as. Well, I'm finna be happy not working my little job. I work up the street at the Family Dollar. Yeah. You know, I make enough to pay my $600 rent every month. 
and I'm going to make it great where I stay, and I'm going to be comfortable with how I live, and I'm going to be happy about myself and what I'm doing for myself. Mm-hmm. They don't, some people don't even want nobody to be comfortable with even what they're able to do for themselves. Mm. That's crazy, ain't it? Mm. Yeah, you don't, you don't even want this person to even catch on. Yeah. You just want to keep them right there. Mm. And like I say, the person that's doing that, pray. You just have to pray for them. But yeah. but ain't that a sign of of, of uh, uh see what I want to say uh not holding it back but uh see uh I can't think of the word right now I want to use man lunch and blank man manipulation nah not manipulation but a hindrance something like a hindrance they're like a hindrance ain't it? <coughs> not necessarily because. One's want one to be away, and one's trying to stop one from be being away. See, it's a battle in the aspect of the two. Yeah. One is wanting to change, and one one is wanting to be this way, but the way that they want it to be is not working. But the other person wants change, no matter what it takes to change this situation, because the situation at that hand is not a great situation. Man. So all that they all they trying to do is put it in this one head to say like, hey, we've been on this mission right here this way for quite some time, and it ain't working. Where have we made it? Nowhere. Can, and this other person is battling because they asking, can we please try this? Yeah. They just want to know, can we please try this? <laughs> and they don't want to upset the person because they love them so much half of the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to hurt them. They don't want to startle them. Yeah. You know, because they feel like they are already battling. And they don't need nothing extra, extra on them. You see? Uh-huh. Do it make sense? Make a lot of sense. So, ain't nothing wrong with ones wanting change. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with ones wanting change. But uh, to answer that, that's exactly what that is, bro. That's exactly what that is. Well, definitely not understand. And uh, what we what what, what back to us and, and what I would want what I want us to remain to do is the small guy, mm-hmm. the small people. Yeah. Um. You know the people that don't have much now. You know we have a lot of people that don't have much now, and I seen this on Thanksgiving this year. I seen it during the holiday during Christmas. The people that don't have much now or don't have as much as others, I seen them out during the holidays giving to the ones that's way less fortunate than them. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. I seen the ones who really don't have it, yeah. that's really less fortunate, was out giving to the ones who's way less fortunate. We're in a separate world, my guy. And when I saw it, because some of the people that was giving away, you know what I'm saying, it happened to be some of my people. You know what I'm saying? And we just, we know, we just normal people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, yeah. I seen it and, and I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Look, what, look at all this that my people trying to do, you know what I'm saying? To help, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing we don't even come from nothing. And, and it did something. A, a bug went off. I said, damn. I said, well, no motherfucker really get that money. The ones who really, really get that money. I said, man, they really don't be lying. They really don't be giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, 
what I'm trying to do. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, well, everybody always say, everybody always say, everybody always say that. Everybody different. Dang. And a lot of people that that's, that, that that's talking, that always get in the position, never does what they say when they get in the position. <laughs> and um, what, I, what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to say is, is that when, because I'm not going to say if, I'm not saying if anymore because it's coming. Yeah, when the time comes yeah, we and we break it. barriers, we're gonna break. Uh, I'm going to help some of the people that are so amazing that you guys never heard of. Thanks. It's guys that uh, that's so much talented than a lot of you all, a lot of you suckers. Yeah. I'm talking to you all now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get off us for a minute, so we're going to try to tune in. We're going to switch this up a little bit. Very detailed. I know a lot of people and a lot of guys and a lot of great people who just who got a bad run and their hand just got real dirty and they never had nothing to lean back on and help them clean it. And uh, I'm happy that I can speak from that perspective because I come from that aspect. Thanks. And uh, one thing I can say is, I say I wasn't going to speak about him on camera because I see everybody using that, you know what I'm saying, for a trend or a topic. And one thing about me, I ain't never ever wanted to trend over somebody else's topic or something not nobody else got going on. But I really love what Cat Williams just did. He modified himself as his own imperial of life. Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of people who don't understand that, number one, you have to be in touch with yourself in a way. And he told you this a long time ago in one of his first comments. And I want to share this. <clears throat> Cat Williams told y'all in some of his first stand-up, he say, you have to be your own star motherfucking player. Mm-hmm. You have to be in tune with your motherfucking self. And you have to be so in tune with yourself that everybody around you will think something is wrong with this individual. And let me show you something. (laughs) A lot of you might have took that and laughed and like how he was breaking it down. But in the principle of any type of thought to have any type of knowledge of intelligence, he was explaining something and then a metaphor that a lot of us wouldn't even understand because we don't study in that aspect. And when I gravitated it and grabbed it and seen what he just did, and another thing I noticed that he was a Virgo. I am too a Virgo. And once they explore the world and they get the letting out, what they keep in, because remember, you don't get no respect when you when you go and tell it. You don't get no respect, you go to damn that motherfucker just spilling a bit. But when a motherfucker let it be known, see it's a difference between telling it and letting it be known. But boy, when people let it be known. <laughs> When the, when the truth beholds, supposedly, you know, I, ha- I always got to put the supposedly on it because, you know, people want to run back and say, well, who say he telling the truth? Yeah. I'm not saying he telling the truth, but I, I feel like he did let something and someone and some people be known. Who, I think he let something be known. Who, who, say, they, who, who say he telling the truth, huh? Or, or what they tell me? Or, yeah, who, yeah, or, nah, who? or what they tell me? You think you know everything. Uh, uh, who, uh, 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 who's the thing? Well, he's saying he, he ain't talking about him damn self. You know, they'll try to reverse. That's what they do. And one thing I learned about any intelligent individual that really know they shit, when you really know your shit, I'm going to show you something. Shout out to Charleston White. Uh, brother, I've hated you. I've liked you. I've hated you. And I've liked you again. So the theme is never wrong. The theme is never wrong. See, when a person talks that shit and they can and they can elaborate on, like we always speaking on elaborate. Charleston White is one bad elaborating motherfucker. I love him. Ain't nobody got it. And brother, I want to say, uh, man, if you start any type of team, I want to, I want to see, can I 
Yeah. Seeking I reach you and seeking I share a little bit of knowledge with you and let you know what you have called. You so powerful, I don't even think you may know what you have what you may have. Yeah. So let me share something with you for a second, Mr. Charleston White. If you're thinking about feeling building a franchise of brothers like they have in the world of Muslim. Mm-hmm. And uh not saying that we Muslim, but I'm saying like how they have, you know, how they protect their kingdom. The if you're looking for a set of brothers who are not afraid to speak and say what the fuck they want to say and speak the words on camera. You have them right here. I'm not afraid nah. of the white man. Nah. Uh, if I was gonna be afraid of the white man, I would have been afraid of me when they got when they got me in 09 for distribution. You know what I'm saying? See, a lot of motherfuckers want to go and be like, well, uh, you can't respect no motherfucker. They did. Yeah, I done done jail time. I done been in jail. You know what I'm saying? Well, so whatever a motherfucker want to put out there and to <clears throat> cut off and block, man, I ain't scared of nothing. Thanks. And I'm gonna look at you, Charles, because you're a real nigga. I heard you say one time, man, they always got booster got on them glasses. He won't never look in your eye. Yeah. That's the real fucking thing. Yeah. I'm a man before anything. I ain't no nigga that's gonna get punked out or hold out in no jail. How they gonna have to do me in and then y'all to go to my weight, my friend, whatever, whatever. That's what I have. Yeah, I'm one of the ones. I'm one of the ones, Charles. And then if you're thinking about starting in a building or something like that, you need to reach out to me because I'm one of them brothers that'll speak with you. I love your work. I hated you at first, but I love your work. Do I condone and some of the shit that I know you'll do at the end of the day? No, but I know that you see a way. For the niggas. I heard you say this before. I heard you You, say this. You hated him. You say you for the niggas. You you hated him. He say he for the niggas. I always thought he was funny. (laughs) He say he for the niggas. I understand. He say he ain't black. I I listen to you, brother. I study you. I studied D Dash. I studied you. I studied uh, one of Ross uh, teachers, Kenneth Williams. Y'all don't even might not even know nothing about this. You know, so I'm gonna leave that alone. You know what I'm saying? I studied Kenneth Williams. OG Booby. I'm studying Charleston White right now, and I'm going to tell you something, Charleston. Uh, you got a lot of yous out here on different levels, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm only going to, like I say, I can't get on here faking that I, like I agree with everything you do. But maybe, but, maybe, but you know, I know you're an intelligent man. Maybe you can make me understand some of these things. Who knows? I always thought this shit was funny. But what I'm going to tell you is I heard him say one time, he for the niggas. If you for the niggas, this a nigga podcast. I say you don't like shit like that black, that black TV and stuff. So we urban. Yeah. We in the south. We in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I heard you say something about Shreveport one time when you said something about them uh, houses and things about them people out there on Cooper Road and how you call them yeah. fake this and that. Yeah. You know, so I ain't gonna disrespect this in my home. You know, so I never disrespect where I'm from. But uh. Shit, I will. Yeah. You hear? I will. See, so whatever I won't say, he will. See, like, I don't so you got anybody. two months. You got two individuals right now who you can start your camp with. And I'm telling you right now, uh, all you got to do is uh, get with our director, the producer, the executive, the CEO. Yeah, he behind the camera right and, now. And, and I feel like that because I ain't did nothing to show love. I ain't did nobody. Charleston, I heard love. you say you for the niggas. Yeah. I heard you say you for the niggas. Show me. Everybody, when this go up, Tag Charleston White. Yeah, hashtag. Hashtag. If anybody following the Lunch and Blunt show, I see them new subscribers we got. Mm-hmm. I know Charleston, he always digging down at the bottom of the barrel because he say he for the niggas. Mm-hmm. I know we out there right now. We dropping for the niggas. Yeah, thanks. So, 
if you for the niggas, Charleston, and you see me, and I know you hear me speak, I'm knowing you looking at me. I know you're going to go back and look at some other things. You're going to be like, God damn, I can use this big motherfucker for some things. And not only that, I ain't no sucker-ass nigga neither. So think about that. A lot. It's a lot of great things that can come along with me. And guess what, Charleston? I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. White, I smoke weed. Lunch and blunt. Look at the title of the show. Shout out. I think you'll uh, would love to meet a young, outstanding young man of my character and principles and morals and my background <laughs> statue of someone who really did it and I got paperwork to prove it. You know what I'm saying? That's what get everybody in now. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of people now, you know, you really have to go in. Well, I got my paperwork to prove, you know what I'm saying, that I distributed. Yeah, got my paperwork. So if anybody see this, and we finna get ready to drop, y'all has who I, who I need him to check, who I need him to hashtag? Charles the White. C Dub. Oh yeah. I won't see Dub to see this, but we gonna get we gonna get off there a minute because right now we preaching on uh yeah. the little person because I'm tired of them not getting no not benefit. Did y'all ever see that movie The Rebound? Yeah. You know anything about The Rebound? The movie The Rebound? You remember that, bro? <laughs> okay, I see you do. You remember Mr. Rucker? Yeah. What Mr. Rucker was doing every day? What did Mr. Rucker do every day in the Rebound movie? Y'all, y'all, if, if y'all remember the movie The Rebound, help me right now and tell me what was Mr. Rucker doing every day? Every day. Every day, all of them goddamn ghetto children in Harlem, they'll come down there. Cleaning up. Play ball, leave everything outside. The court always stayed pretty when they left because yeah. Mr. Rucker was the one that cleaned it up, sweeping, yeah. kept the trash off around the place. Yeah. He had it looking like to a place when the kids woke up in the morning, they want to run back out there and throw some more trash out there. Mm-hmm. You know what they did for him? They waited till he died to name that after him after I read. Mm-hmm. If they're wrong, I want y'all to uh, like, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a comment down there below and let us know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, my... Our facts might not be 100%, but I did see something of the part that was like, I don't think they named that after him until he had died. Damn. It's something that I want us to change. We need to find a way to change it because we can. <sighs> stop waiting on these people not alive no more. Can, that, that, can, can we I don't stop? Know, that shit crazy. Tupac and Big ain't get celebrated until they die. Really they, when the they was alive, people had chose sides. They yeah. were fuck Big and fuck Tupac. But not all, it, both sides is wishing like, damn, I wish Pac was here. Damn, I wish Big was here. But, but, sure but look had, what y'all were doing. Sure, sure had that effect on them, though. Like, you, you got to think about how, like, in 95, Snoop was ready to die for him. It's something I learned. Can't no human push no other human to do nothing. You have to take responsibility and action for, for yourself. You, you have to. You right. No, no matter what it is in the situation. You, because life is going to be like, you, you, a man, as a man, I'm learning, you have no, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what, you you can't say that when you young. To take responsibility. Well, these niggas young. Well, they over the age of twenty one. Nah, they over the age of twenty one. You know, they died at twenty five and twenty six, right? So these are we talking about young men. Man. It was at the height of their career, twenty two and twenty three. In ninety five, Snoop Dogg was twenty one years old. In ninety five. He might have been older. Calvin Brothers. How old was Calvin Brothers? Like you, you got like the EP ready to die for this man. They probably a little older than Snoop. 
Snoop might have been the youngest out of them at the time. You know what I'm saying? He was a big dog, but uh, yeah, Snoop was young. He had a murder case. They were different. <laughs> Snoop was, and Snoop was, and out of all of those people, we're talking about artists because Tupac and Biggie were artists. But which one was worse, that murder case or that rape case Pac would have? That nigga was getting shot in, he was catching, he was catching rape cases. That he was, was said he, all, was, he was catching rape cases. Believe it or not, I think all of that was Biggie <laughs> trying to find ways to already then own him. And I might be wrong, you know what I'm saying? But like, I just look at a lot of shit that he, that Allegedly. How, they, how they done painted him. You know what I'm saying? And what's out there and what's out there to read and how they tainted, you know what I'm saying? And I done heard, you know. But was it Big L or was it Puff? From what I from what from, from what I see now, and this ain't no disrespect, you know what I'm saying, to Puff. Man, no disrespect to Puff or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? Like shout out to Bad Boy A and T, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bad Boy, you know what I'm saying? And I and I and I know he's going through a lot right now, you know what I'm saying? I hope he get through all of that, but like, you know, they label Puff as a party guy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see how can a party guy really have nobody. I, I always seen looking at him like, I see him telling them niggas who really like that, like, hey, man, y'all got to get away from that because y'all messing up the money. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about it. People with Puff Daddy, Master P, and Birdman type of mind frame, you seen how Birdman had to get away from Giggity and all that shit. And all. It was just too many. You know, if they would have stuck around, it would have took it would have took it down before it even got where it was. That bit Diddy was acting like Lucius. Basically, that's who it was. <laughs> that's who he was. That bitch did it with acting like Lucius Lyon, man. We gonna hey, go bad, on keep it G. Bad boy was the empire. We gonna go on keep it G, man. Beating, like, he was beating women, sending hits. Diddy was doing that shit. Yeah, he was partying, too. And guess what? I'm gonna tell you something. He was doing that at a high level, too. He was doing it at a high level, very high level. But I don't understand that. You a multi millionaire, nigga. How you doing some... Some broke nigga shit by beating women. That's some shit broke nigga. <clears throat> well, he wasn't only doing it. Well, allegedly, let me say that. You know, allegedly, you know, I read it say that he was like, he'll have a, you know, a, a lady and like, he'll have a lady there. You know what I'm saying? And he'll want to like have another guy of his liking or whatever, whatever the case. I don't want to say he's like. I don't know. He'll want. He'll have a lady and want to bring a dude in and want to watch the dude. You know what I'm saying? Get you know. Dig out. Damn, did he? He was on that type of time. He wanted to watch another nigga, you know, plead like, yeah, you know, he wanted to look at it. Pimp one line. He that type of, he, he that type of guy. Pimp one line. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't, like, from here on out, like, when I speak Pimp. on people, I'm not, like, so, because I might run into some of these people one day and, like, I'm keeping it real. I'm not saying that I believe this shit. Like, I don't. I'm one of the niggas that say, hey, all this, I'm not around. I don't know R. Kelly. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. I don't know P. Diddy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you ask me, like, is this shit right, what they did to these people? Hell no. Uh, am I for what these guys doing? Me personally, for myself, do I? Nah, that's not my type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Not your steel. It ain't my type of thing. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. I don't knock no man and I don't knock nobody neither, whatever they like and whatever they pre- preference is, you know what I'm saying? I don't knock no man, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, if a man likes being around another man, you know what I'm saying, while he's, you know what I'm saying, uncovered or whatnot, that's his thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, that ain't that ain't nothing I want to, it ain't nothing I want to be a part of, you feel me, bro? Pimp, yeah, I see. Pimp, Pimp was right. Pimp was right. So, so what, what, what? 
Pimp was fucking right. R.I.P. Pimp. R.I.P. Pimp. See, he, uh, he, he been right the whole time. So what? What he said? Cause Pimp said a lot of things. You know he what I'm saying? He say shit. Me and this man ain't never. Oh yeah, he did say. He say. He say. Man, he say. Him and Bond be knowing each other. And they been been at this thing for over twenty years. And he say we ain't never run no train. No. Uh, no. Or, no. No. And, and me and this man. I know y'all might. Pulled whatever like, y'all. We ain't never. We ain't, no, never, we ain't never pulled out. Man, no. folks, we don't. We ain't never did them type of games, folks. You know what no. I'm saying? Like. We ain't never had no orgies and none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been exposing ourselves to each other, no shit. I, nah. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I can't nah. tell you nothing, you know what I'm saying? This man can't tell you. We don't, we, like Pimp and Bun say, we ain't never participated in none of them type nah. of activities. And don't want to. I ain't thinking about you it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even, even on my mind. It ain't a thought. Not even that much. <laughs> not, not, how we do it? That shit out of here. <laughs> Get, kick that, that shit to the dogs. On my mama. Yeah. Get that shit to the dogs. Uh. Yeah, uh, I want to speak on something. We finna, we finna touch on something right quick. Shit, speak on it. If you don't mind, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna touch on some. Uh, <coughs> I got a friend. I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep his name clear. Uh, for the respect of his family, you know what I'm saying, and things like that. That uh, one of my childhood friends, you know what I'm saying, who I grew up with, went to kindergarten together. You know what I'm saying? Played in the sandbox together. Played kickball all that together. You know basically where I'm going with it. You know, one of you know, one of them. Man. I had read, you know what I'm saying, some information today. Kinda had broke my heart and I wanna say I'm praying for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know me and you made a what they would have thought, maybe whatever, whatever, whatever. You know how people talk or whatever, but I just wanna say, brother, I'm praying for you, you know what I'm saying? And uh I hope you get through that man. I'm hurting for you. Uh, if you ever see this, you know you know I'm talking to you. Uh, damn, man, uh, I'm sorry. Cause I know I want to say that I want to say I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? In case you don't ever get to notice, but you know what I'm saying? We, we we went to kindergarten together, and you know where we from, boy. You know what I'm saying? Before I came to Ringo, you know you know what's up. I'm just gonna leave that like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's a uh, Still a little situation, but I just always want to show my love and respect how people that build so many fake stories and uh, go out there and put these narratives up out there of you and paint mm-hmm. these pictures of you or that mm-hmm. you feel this way about this person or you don't like mm-hmm. this person or you don't fuck with this person just because this person might not have had a been and spoke some words to a person for a long amount of time and you don't know how this person dealing with their battle or dealing with what they got going on at the moment and don't you get got, mad at you, your you, homie. Give him space. You know, so you, you got to always remember that. Uh, remember how your last moment was with that person, and you ask yourself, and you supposed to know in your heart that hey, it's gonna be like it is when I see him again, no matter what the case may be, because I know we ain't wronged each other. We ain't did nothing to each other. So I always keep that space in your brain, baby. And I want to say I'm praying for you. This here, what they doing right now, ain't gonna defeat you. It didn't defeat you the first time. This one ain't gonna defeat you. Uh. Man, I'm just praying for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? I just want to say I love you. Uh, I really wish I could say your name, but I can't. But, man, it's really for you. If you see this, yeah, I'm talking to you. You know what I'm saying? If you ever get a chance to see it and see it, your boy Kale, you always told me, man, that's my boy Kale. That's how you say it every time. You know what I'm saying? So I know when you see this and you hear it, nigga, you're going to know, yeah, he's talking to me. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I dropped a tear for you when I read the story. Uh, I love you, man. Real talk. You know, I just want I just wanted to get that out because uh, 
You know, they had put some bad smoke out there in between us, you know what I'm saying, like some negative things, you know what I'm saying, you know how people live. You want to elaborate? Um, yeah, I don't mind elaborating on the situation. It was just a situation and uh, we just had, you know, some things going on and uh, <coughs> in the midst of it, you know what I'm saying, some things, you know what I'm saying, got bad, you know what I'm saying, and uh, it didn't go no certain way, you know what I'm saying, it was just like, Everybody felt how they felt, you know what I'm saying, and kept it to how they kept it. But I ended up getting a phone call from somebody that's very near and dear to me, not speaking on the situation, but talking about the situation like they knew the situation. So I ain't like how the, I ain't like how everything was uh, presented, you know what I'm saying, the, the kind of the way I took it, you know what I'm saying. And, but now as I sit back, you know what I'm saying, like because every scenario comes with different type of time and wisdom, you know what I'm saying? You might run into some shit to where like, damn, like this ain't never happened to me. You always know just because you ran into a problem don't mean it's not a tool for the situation. So it was a situation. At that time, I didn't have the tool for it. And I had took it a certain way and I had told myself something in my heart. And I might have put some negative things out there in the universe to maybe one or two people. And uh, I just want to say I'm sorry for that, and I hope God forgive me for that, cause I ne- I never do what I have said that I would do. Man. You know what I'm saying? It was just uh some shit that was on me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the clarifications on that, it was yeah. never no hating. Uh, if I get any of your information about where you at, you know what I'm saying? What they gonna do with you? Just know you gonna get my uh, you gonna get some, you gonna get some from me. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, clarification. Okay. Clear it up. Clarification. Clear it up, so Accountability. Just go back and clear it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go back and clear it. Just, yeah. just accountability. Just, yeah, just try to fix it. Yeah. Well, that's that's where I'm at. We can do it. That's why I'm that's why I'm at in life right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh. Anything that I need to take accountability for, and it's to whoever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no one is, uh, man, yeah. look, if anybody feel any type of way about me, you can come and check me, but just do it correctly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, first of all, I'm a man of God, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, if I ever rubbed you the wrong way, yeah. I can explain or we can talk about how you fit. We can figure it out. You don't have to hate yeah. me. You, you, you don't have to, because... I'm not asking you not to hate me because I know the way the world is made, everybody cannot be loved. For real. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have, you have people that, that cherish hate and admire, you know, negativity. Man. You know what I'm saying? So people, some people don't even know what life would be without a little, oh, such and such says she don't like you and, oh, I'm going to slide on cub pussy. Without, without, without that, get without, without that. that, I don't even think some people will know how to live. You gotta get away from that. So, uh, the ones who, who, I know the ones who caught up in that, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, they deep in it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get them the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? They are, well, they already know I ain't gonna deal with them. People who like that. How, how deep I don't even think, that? I don't even think I have no connection or bond with nobody to where like, not saying they ain't fucked up, but they in control. Every every everyone that you know what I'm saying that I, I'm in touch, they in control. Yeah. Do they have that side? Of course we all do. Yeah. Of course we all do. But you have to always know that you have the key 
and the tools to control it. Yeah. It's something they don't know how. It don't. It that shit don't have to control <laughs> you. And let me tell you something. If you know in your heart that you have to be somewhere yeah. to where it's kind of gonna get triggered yeah. or gonna get touched in any type of place, just don't go and don't allow nobody to persuade you to go. Man. Go on and let them know about this situation. And, and let me let let me reach out to the ones who's gonna do everything in their power to try to get them to go. If that person don't want to go to that specific place that you're trying to get them to go so bad, yeah. respect it. They don't want to go there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Leave certain type of people alone. If, if they might tell you, like, nah, I don't want to do it. Let's say something. Whatever they decide to say, it's probably low-key chill and cool for them. Uh, yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah. It's okay sometimes to put what you had planned to the side. You're always not the boss of everything. You know, those people that try to be bossy, you know what I'm saying? You don't never want to give nobody else an opportunity. You know, be cool sometimes with, even though you might know a little more, be cool sometimes with just being like, you know, hey, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just, hey, that, yeah. fuck it, that sounds cool, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and I'm ready to act like that, and, 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 and I'm sorry that I can't even act like that to some of you suckers. I can't act like that with y'all and be around y'all, so I'm going to go and, you know what I'm saying, they, open. They ready to tear it down. Nah, they're going to think they can do something to me in the wrong way. And that shit going to go, it's going to rub me wrong. It's going to do me, and I'm supposed to take it. They always want to fight. Nah, nah, they always want to go to war. Because that's what it's going to be with me. I ain't finna fucking, somebody going to have to, I'm too old for somebody. What? I'm a, I don't, I hate you. I don't want to get angry mad. I don't want to, no, I don't want to get killing mad. It's called killing mad. Come on, how you killing mad? Somebody right now ready to do that. Killing mad. Yeah. Man, I don't want to be around. They ready to lay down. I, go do I don't want to be around it, and I don't want to allow myself to be around them because guess what they have? They have a special set of skills that can trigger you. My cousin was killing mad on that video I seen. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I, I got to get away. I'm tired of that. I, I've been there, killing mad. Man, oh, yeah. I, don't oh, wanna, yeah. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Cause what happens in that shit? You finna get ten, twenty to thirty years. In five to ten seconds, for some shit you finna think about it every day for the next 10, 15, 20 years that you knew you had the skills and the tools to not let that happen. Yep. And I hate it to every nigga right now that's in that motherfucking jail cell knowing that, damn, you got the skill, you got the tools. He's sick, that's in that sickness. And that don't do nothing to get you a lot of gray hair, stress, and make you look bad. They beating bitches up for nothing. <laughs> She only gonna think it's funny and cute the first two or three times. After that, it's gonna be you hit her again. She gonna tell this or uh huh, my 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 little yeah. My, I done heard a most man. I'm just glad I ain't a part of this no more. I'm gonna share this with y'all right quick. But I done seen a nigga Nig- beat a bitch. P- they popping hoes. I done seen a nigga beat a bitch up so bad, and I had went back around while she was around her. Some of her homegirl talking, and I'm and I'm listening to her laugh. I'm like, girl, and look, he was beating my fucking ass. He willing on my shit, right? And girl, when he came back, I said, that nigga something, he sleep like a baby, and I sucked his dick. And I'm, and I'm sitting back, I'm, looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't never want to be in. I don't never want none of that shit. You know, that's just. Yeah, scum. That beat, that beat down. Oh, let's fight, and I'm going to suck your dick. Here, slap me, show me you like, you finna get out of here. <laughs> they not even get, I don't know how the people get close to people like that. Yeah. How you get close to somebody like that? <laughs> how you get close to that? 
How did you get close to a motherfucker? You got to beat knock upside a mother bitch. Because of the end? Because of what she said? You got to Because of what she said? You got a bitch. Because of what she said, she going to do? Stupid ass bitch. Yeah. Bitch, you going to pay attention while I'm trying to give you this pepper? Nah, that ain't going to happen, right? You got to get rid of I could, you know what? I blow smoke I'm gonna end it out. I'm gonna carry out with this, and we gonna, and y'all gonna love this for the end, on. Um. Man, you ain't hit me, huh? What's that? I said I blow smoke in them whole face. Oh yeah, man, you done with me. <laughs> you done with with no this no cap, my brother. Hey, you heard what he say? He said he'll blow whole he'll blow smoke in the whole face. Now, <laughs> and get and get what? This ain't no bullshit. <laughs> he watched me do it to a bitch for playing while she was at her pity pity job. And uh, I, I was at one of my, I was having one of my moments, you know, like it was kind of on my end. And uh, yeah, I had my shades on, and we were smoking something exotic. Me and my baby, me and my baby, bro, we were smoking something exotic. We was in, and we was in something. We were looking good. We both were looking good. We had just left the barbershop. We were looking great. I blew, I, I, I hit it, and she was looking. Bro, seen her looking, and I hit it again. When I hit it again, I didn't inhale none of it. I blew it all in that bitch face. All of it. And bro started laughing at her right there. He, he, the way he do it, he laughed in her face. Oh, yeah. She gave him my food and I pulled off and bro was Man, bro was crying. That, that, that was a movie scene. If anybody could have seen this, just for that scene, oh, yeah. to this day it would be classic because they'll have shirts with us at the drive through blowing smoke on the whole face. Yeah, that was hard. I love that. We did that. That was some Nino type shit. Yeah, but the bitch, she, she was struck. So I had to... At this time, I was feeling different, so I had to put it. Put, but I'm going to say this because I ain't going to give y'all no pippin'. But I'm going to show you something. Modern day right now, 2024, I love what a game back at now because if I wanted to, me and my girl, my bitch, we can, we can own a, a lot of you hoes and I can sell you hoes and help you hoes change our life. And I invite you hoes to come in and stay and we'll show y'all a different life. Them hoes ain't going to act right. They, gonna they act is. They, you know how I know they're going to act right? Cause they gonna see how one or two of them getting done so good, and when I put one of them hoes out, why they gonna they gonna see they gonna say, oh he put that bitch in there. Well, DJ DJ put look, that hoe look, out. I'm gonna put this bitch and get what? I'm when I when I say I'm gonna put her out. DJ put that hoe out. When I say when I say I'm gonna put her out, I'm putting her out. You putting her out? They put the what? What Nino say? The bitch is out. Yeah, you gonna? I wanna. That what DJ did then? I'm putting the bitch out. He throw her shit because in I don't want a bitch to think nothing soft. So guess what? And she'll know in her mind. You will never ever play with daddy again. You gonna stand on business? Like them hoes say. In the words of them hoes, we standing on big business. Big business? Yeah. So All guess right. what? When Mr. Frank and Unc them pull up and they just wanna go in there and elaborate, y'all go and elaborate with them because they and I already took care of everything. We need every ticket thing for that money. We ain't took in everything we needed to take in and y'all need to go on and take in and what they wanna take took in. So there ain't gonna be nothing but a whole lot of taking going on. Hey. But at the end, when all the taking get through getting took, you know what we're gonna have. Cut, Everybody cut. gonna get treated. I remember that little scene on the movie. Cub pulled up in that Bunnerville and pulled off. She know what that was for. You don't think she, man, she know what that, let me tell you something, bitch. If I ever pull up on one of you, and I let my wonder down and I pull off. Don't you. Don't even worry about it. Don't you, don't you even worry about it. And get what? I'm going to say this. I hope you faster than that, whatever I'm driving. I hope you beat me back to where I'm at. Because if you ain't back there before I'm back there, guess where your shit going to be at? Just how you do them niggas when y'all got them goddamn uh, Section 8 apartments. 
I'm gonna be right back. Put him up. I'm putting your ass right back out there on the curb where you belong. Like Steve did Jocelyn. I'm sending your ass right back to the motherfucking block. See, don't don't get me on that type of love call. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm a sweet guy. I'm loving. I'm caring. I know what it takes. But let me tell you something. I know what it takes, but I I'll break down on a bitch. How much Coke Jocelyn do? Daily. <laughs> Her and Tommy. I can't deal with them. Hey, See, let me tell y'all hey. something. And I ain't gonna never. I ain't saying this to mess me up. Now I don't need nothing from these motherfuckers. I don't never ever want to do no bitch. You know, I don't never ever want. I, I can't. When she got arrested, like how I she don't want to be around. How it. she was looking. I don't care about how. I just can't be around it. I don't get. And I and I hope ain't nobody in our crew want it so bad. Cause nah. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say, man, if I, you know, we gonna have a little extent. You know, y'all nigga, y'all can go fuck with Suki and Sexy Red before y'all fuck with these hoes. Cause it's a difference in them. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Suki and Sexy. I love y'all. Tommy. I ain't fuck with that. That's you. Nah, you, nah, nah. You ain't. I, we didn't grow it up. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I was like, I was like, bro, up. you might turn out. Nah, we didn't grow it oh, up. Oh, okay. Cause I know you was at the point you were like, yeah, you a break it down. Nah, you know we didn't grow it up. Okay, nah. bro, say so he ain't busting you down. Nah, we didn't uh, grow it up. Man, I want, I want, I want to tell y'all this too, and I, I want to let everybody know that we're gonna wrap this up, and y'all don't believe me. I already got blocked by a few celebs already. You know what I'm saying? Do y'all remember Shikana? From uh, from Tiny and Ti, yeah. She didn't block me. My name on Instagram is Ben underscore Achia underscore Kid. Yeah. Shikana, you got me blocked, and I got the screenshot still from when you Facetime me. You wanted to Facetime me, but I was still sleeping in the bed that morning. I would have got on that phone and we would have <laughs> went viral that day. I was still in the bed, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't finna really like let you have it. She would have got the best of them. I ain't gonna lie, cause I was kinda like, you know, just waking up, but like I was looking and she wanted cause I was on her ass. I was like, bitch, put them cigarettes down. You know what I'm saying? But what she, she smoking? I don't know, but what I was trying to let you know, baby, look, I'm, I'm able to I'm able here to talk to you today. See, they don't want to let me in the door. These are the type of motherfuckers why? I break down on. Shakana, baby, let me tell you something. Y'all tag Shakana too. I want you, Shakana, I want you to see this. You blocked me on Instagram. Ben underscore Acha kid, you blocked me, baby. K Lo, you blocked me. Chicago. Because I told you to stop smoking them jello. Now, baby, let me tell you why I told you that. But you can unblock me and stop playing with me. And let's get this money. I told you to stop smoking them jello, baby, because you don't look like you ain't supposed to be smoking them. <laughs> you heard me. Honey, <laughs> love. Hey, that's the end of it. We're going to cut this shit off. Right here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yo, what's up? This your boy AWAX with the Lunch and Blunt Show. And we back with another week and another episode. And man, you know what it is. This your boy, man. And we sitting down with, man, y'all better get, man, if y'all don't know who this is. Man, this is really a legend in the game, man. This is your boy, man. Radio personality, man. Producer, engineer, DJ, man. All around extraordinaire. <laughs> my man, E-Law in the, biz, in the building, man. I'm going to have to get you to be my PR guy. You, look, I'm like, man, I want to meet that dude. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell you, though, man. It's a blessing to have you here, though, bro. How you been doing? Man, pretty good. Glad you invited me, man, because I, you know, I, I see the show online. Yeah. You know, I'll be checking it out. And yeah, I know when you put your your effort into something, yeah, it's gonna be number one. It's gonna yeah. be quality, bro. So yeah, man, glad to be here, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm thank. You. It's an honor to have you here, man. Listen, you've been doing this thing. You've been in this thing for a minute. Yeah, it's been it's been thirty thirty four years this year. Thirty four. 
34 yeah. years. 1990 is when I started that little record store on uh, Juella, Music yeah. City. So it's like, that's where, that's where pretty much everything started, right out of college. Ooh. So yeah, 34 years. 34 years. That is dope, though. Yeah, yep, yep. And look, I got to give you props, too, on when yeah. we was working together at, uh, at KMJJ at Cumulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did the grind the same way. It's like, you can't stop. You get out there and get it. That's all you and I know, man. Yeah. If somebody hire us to do something or we start something, we see it all the way through. We got to see it all the way through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, I, I, I was bidding on everybody else. Right. But now I'm bidding on me. Bidding on you because you've seen yeah. that some people will let you down. And it's yeah. not, you know, I'm not faulting them technically yeah. because they can't see your vision. Yeah. You know, sometimes they want to steer you in a direction that'll help them out. But yeah. it's like, well, okay, well, what about when it's time to drop me off in my spot? Yeah. You know, the, the yeah. steering wheel don't go that way. <laughs> it don't turn that way. Yeah, so we had, to get, we had to get our own car. Then, yes, sir. You know. That's true. That's true, true. So in 34 years, I can imagine the changes you have seen oh, yeah. In, yeah. the, in the business. Yeah. Well, I mean, just when we when I opened up that record store, it was April of 1990. Yeah. With no CDs then. It's like, you know, and that's yeah. weird to say because people, yeah. they even pass CDs now. But in 90. We were just selling wax, you know, records yeah. and cassettes. Yeah. That was pretty much it. We didn't really get into the CD game in the black community until about 94, 95 is when we had to start ordering CDs. And people was like, man, I got a CD player now. Yeah. So, and that's been a minute ago. Yeah. So, you know, from that to MP3s and downloading and, you know, yeah. all of that. So, yeah, a lot of changes. A lot of changes, man. It's really wild. It's really wild. Um, so, I can, I got to ask. Okay. Uh, out of 34, what, what? What was some of the best times? What was that best era for you? Well, it's like with me, seeing that people, you have to know about my personality because it's yeah. like I don't feed into a lot of emotions. Like yeah. a lot of people think I'm a robot. Yeah. Like if I have, like I have had to work for people like everybody, you know, even though I got my yeah. own business, I've had to work for people, you know, because sometimes it get lean. You got to mm -hmm. do what you got to do, you know, mm -hmm. but I never stressed out about a job. Like, yeah. if I ain't like the job, I just put them feelings to the side, left them at the house. When I went to the job, I just did the job. Did the job. Right. So, my point is, over them 34 years, and really over my life, it's like, only thing that, that can ever get to me yeah. is if something is going bad with my people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that will affect me. Yeah. But a job, people talking about you, mm -hmm. uh, anything that people normally stress about that's outside of the fam. Yeah. I don't even give it a second thought. It's yeah. like it's got to got to keep going, like the bumper cars, yeah, or or Roomba. Look, you ever seen that thing? It hits something. It's like okay, I can't go that way, so I got to go this way. Well, yeah. I can't go that way. Got to. It yeah. don't ever be like, oh man, I can't go nowhere. It, it just keeps moving, yeah. right? But but fam, yeah, like I say, that that'll shake me. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real. Um, K Ham Radio. Mm -hmm. That's the internet radio station, and it's funny, man, because it's like. This is how you don't know stuff gonna go your way. Yeah. Um, I was at uh, at KMJJ. Well, I started radio in '94 at yeah. the old at the old KDKS when it was 103.7. They just yeah. come back on the air. They needed some DJs, so I worked overnight. Yeah. So, and it was a volunteer thing because I was looking for a way to promote the record store that I had, and they was like, "Well, look, we can't pay you no money." I said, "Well, that's cool." I said, "As long as I can play my commercial for my record store, yeah, it's a trade out." So one day, one of the DJs that worked there got fired. The guy that was on before me. Mm -hmm. And so they came to me and was like, well, look, man, you got to take over a place, but all we can pay you is $5 an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, that's cool. You weren't paying me nothing. So now that's a yeah. come up. Yeah. So fast forward to, to KMJJ. Uh, one of the, the general managers at KMJJ heard me and offered me more money, so I went over there. 
I was at KMJJ from 90, 1995 until 2011. Yeah. That was at about 2010, 2011, I started to see the trend where regular radio was kind of yeah. playing the same eight, nine songs over and over, and I was like, we're going to need to switch formats, and then the internet was really getting strong because yeah. people had almost switched over from MySpace to Facebook at that time. It was picking up. Yeah. I said, man, we need to do something. And, of course, I was just employed. They didn't really want to listen. I understand because it's like at the moment you don't know somebody might be on to something. Mm-hmm. So in 2011, they decided that they didn't have enough money to keep us on staff, so I got fired. Yeah. So I was like, well, man, I'm going to go and start my own little internet radio station. Yeah. And so I think had I not been fired, I might not have started it as fast. Yeah. I was always going to try to do it. But, you know, you kind of sit around. Yeah. Oh, man, I might do it. I might not. But 2011, got fired from KMJJ and uh, made our own internet station. So and it's, it's been online since then. K-Ham Radio, latest hip-hop, urban music. It's all clean version, but it's nationwide nationwide yeah. and it's really worldwide because it's the yeah. internet but I don't say that because people be like you ain't worldwide I'm like I'm not but the internet is and it's on the internet like don't don't think I'm just lying to be lying like yeah. you know so. yeah. yeah but in addition to that we got two other stations now yeah one is GSSL radio which is the gospel station it's 24 hours gospel okay and uh, Aaron Lewis is the program director of that and we also got an underground hip hop station which is called Flex Radio and on that station, we uh, feature unsigned artists anywhere around the country, but the versions of the music do not have to be clean on that station. They could be explicit language on that one. So. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, that's what we got going. Flex Radio. Yeah, yeah True Sister, shout out to True. Yeah. She's, she's a PD of uh, Flex. Yeah, shout out to True Sister, yeah, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. You know, you've been doing your thing, man. I, I just got to say I'm proud of you. Been happy. I'm happy for you, dog, because like I say, um, you one of the ones that showed me the business too, you know. I looked up to in this thing, man. And, yes, sir. Uh, and uh, like I say, man, it's 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 very important. Well, I appreciate it to have you on the show, man. And I'm I'm really I'm glad to be here because, like I say, you know, I it's it's hard to collab with folks that that's got the same kind of work ethic. Because, like yeah. I say, man, when you give me props, I can't do number turn around and give them right back because it's like yeah. as the promotions director at at, at Cumulus, man, yeah. you. You hooked us up as DJs yeah. with the support, like when we know yeah. the van, yeah. the T-shirts, the giveaways, yeah. Yeah. the the equipment. Like you had to have that stuff on deck when we yeah. went out, and it's like you never let us down. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like man, people never the behind. We was on the air, so it's yeah. like they knew us. Yeah, and I guess from being out and about, they knew you too. But it's like we got to give props to our support system because man, yeah. we can't do that without y'all. Yeah, can't do it. Yeah. It, it won't happen. So. Yeah, and the street team was the uh, yeah, that was the, the backbone. That was the backbone. Uh, yeah, street you know? team was the backbone of yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Promoted, part of that promotion, the grassroots era. You know what I'm saying? Being out, being seen. You right. know, make sure the 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 uh, the, the, uh, the stations visible, visible. Right. right with the banners and yeah. with the, and you know we had some flyers, but it's like you know you made sure that the the, the team you were in charge of. Yeah took care of all of that. And when they didn't, you let them know, hey, man, you know, this 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 not the way the business goes. <laughs> we got to step the game up. got to keep it going like it's supposed to happen. So, you know, yeah. I'll give you props on that, man, because like I say, we it, it's been a minute, yeah. but but we haven't stopped the the push. I mean, you can't yeah. get tired because yeah. if you get tired, you don't get hungry. You don't get food. Because that food ain't going to come in. you be like, I mean, I don't feel like doing it. Okay. Yeah. You see how you feel when your stomach's dark brown. Yeah. Ooh. You, you know, you feel a little bit different. So just, just give it a minute. <laughs> You get right back on You get right back on it. Like, man, let me get up and do something, bro. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you uh, about this gun violence in the city. Okay. You know. Uh, yep, because for, for a time I was um, 
volunteering slash working at one of the uh, rec centers yeah. in, here in Shreveport, um, Billberry Park, right there in Queensboro. Yeah. And I was there for a minute, and I was helping out uh, Aaron Lewis, who used to work up there. Yeah. Um, shorthanded, they didn't have much staff, so I volunteered to help out. They found a way to get me paid for the, for the you know, I was there like 19 hours a week. Anyway, one of the days, um, there was a basketball game in the, in the gym, you know, to, to a lot of the, the, I say kids, but they was like 19, 20. You know, yeah. basketball is life yeah. to them. And they got into it about some stuff, so the center manager put them out because they was getting rowdy. Yeah. Put them outside, and they started fighting. Yeah. So me and the other dude that was working there went out in the parking lot and was breaking up the fights. You know, but, you know, you break up a fight here, yeah. it's 17 to 18 of them. Yeah. Another one break out over there. We break that one up and break out over here. We finally got them separated. And everybody was leaving. They had gotten a separate size. The cars were pulling out. And one dude, and I know the dude, he's always at the at the place. Yeah. He walks past me, because I'm in the middle. He walks past me. I catch him out the corner of my eye. He got a gun. And the gun is down by his side, and he's walking towards the dudes that he was fighting with. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, everybody in their car is going to go. The, the conflict is over. He, he got something to prove. Yeah. So I turned, and I saw him with the gun, and I'm thinking, man, this dude is going to get murked. Because yeah. you out in the open, you walking towards five or six vehicles, you don't know what they got in their car. Uh-huh. They'll just start blasting. Yeah. So I turned to say something to him. I don't know what I was going to say, but I was going to try to convince him, hey, dude, just, you know, it's over. Yeah. When I turned, one of the people in the car saw him coming with the gun, and justifiably so, they shot at him because they was like, well, dude, I can't wait till this nigga yeah. walk up on me. Yeah. When they shot at him, it hit me in the arm right here. Yeah. And it went in there and it came out the back. And so, of course, after that, everybody scattered, right? Yeah. I hit the ground because I'm like, well, dang, I don't want to catch no more shots. And I didn't know how bad I was hit because, you know, I could bleed out. Yeah. But it didn't didn't hit a vein, didn't hit no artery, it didn't hit the bone or nothing. But all of that, I said, so that when I tell you what I feel about gun violence, you'll be like, okay, well, you you can speak on it because you actually caught one. Yeah, you caught one. Man, until... And this is just one of the solutions. There is no one answer, but this is yeah. one of the big ones, I think. Until black men step up and address these younger, I can't call them kids, because like I say, they was like 19, 20. So it's like they they grown men, but they ain't really learned the game yet. Until yeah. we step up and show them without trying to preach to them, and you know we got to relate to them. Yeah. I don't mean feed into what they feed uh-huh. into, uh-huh. but as a, as a man, I'm supposed to show you the way to go. Yeah. Now, it's up to you whether or not you accept it. Yeah. But I'm at least supposed to show you the right way so that once you get tired of that foolishness, yeah. you'll be like, you know what? An old dude one time told me something. I might try that. Yeah. It's like a seed. Yeah. You know, them yeah. kids don't, don't want to, they don't want to, uh, they don't want you to know you. they, they listening to you. Yeah. They want to feel like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. But best believe, once they leave our presence and they get into some stuff, yeah. them voices come back. Like, yeah. man, somebody told me something I could try that that's not, that'll get me out of this foolishness. So, we as black men got to step up collectively. I can't do it by myself. Yeah. Wouldn't try to. Yeah. You can't do it by yourself. True. But if we all kind of pitch in and take a little shift here, a little shift there, yeah. do what we can, yeah. and then stay safe because some of these kids slash grown men yeah. don't respect nobody. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll put something in you, you know, but you just got to be ready for that. I got to say hats off to you because actually you took a bullet for that young man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he, that bullet probably could have killed him if it wouldn't have hit you in the arm. And and I had to talk with him the next day because it's like, and it's the other thing. No charges? No press no charges? Because yeah. technically, it's like, I, I would have had to say something 
incriminating this because he started it. Because mm-hmm. it's like that's aggravated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not no uh, police officer or aggravated attorney, but assault. that's aggravated assault. Yeah. Because it's like he's he created the situation. Yeah. What nobody's finna shoot till they saw him walking towards them with a gun. Yeah. What you supposed to do? Yeah. Wait till he get there and then fight, hey, man. You yeah. really finna shoot me or what? Yeah. But I talked with him and I told him I said, bro, this may not sink in, but it's like you could have been killed. I could have been killed. Yeah. You need to rethink what you're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's incidents like that that hopefully make people, you know, uh, reevaluate their choices the next time. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That's all we can do is just hope. Yeah. That's it. That's it, man. And uh, like I say, hats off to you, bro. You know. I appreciate it. That's, that's some real brave stuff. That's some real brave stuff. No doubt. But, you know, when, when we was kids, man, it's like mm-hmm. when we was 15, 16, if something jumped off, we had to go find an adult, right? Yeah. Man, by the time I got to be like 20-something, I realized. Anything jump off around me, yeah. as a man, yeah. I can't. Go, who I'm supposed to go find? You can't. It's yeah. it's, it's me, me now. It's you, right? It's it. So regardless of the situation, I'm not saying be because like had I known, had I known I didn't have but like two more seconds, mm-hmm. I'd have just got out the way, bro. Yeah. I mean, because it's like he drew that on himself, but I'm thinking I got, I got a little time to say something. Yeah. So I'm saying that to tell people, I don't believe folks ought to just put their life in danger trying to uh-huh. assist somebody that's doing something stupid. Like if you got time, try to help them. But if you don't, man, don't don't sacrifice your whole life for somebody that didn't make a good choice, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's a judgment call. It's it's up to each individual person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 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 real. Yeah. That's that's real, dog. Yeah. I tell folks, that's what's out there. It ain't nothing out there but some reality, man. You yeah. can't be talking about. It. Man, I'm taking a day off. Reality don't never take no day off. Nah. Better be ready for whatever show up, whenever it do. Whenever it comes, bro. Whenever it comes. Yeah. Um. I know we got a few more minutes. What do you think about this uh, Caddo Parish Sheriff race? Man, it's, it's, it's really weird, and I'm going to tell you what I mean. In the presidential election, I forget what year it was, but it was when um, George Bush, the son, was running against um, Al Gore. And there was some unusual stuff happening in Florida mm-hmm. where some of the votes got miscounted and some of the votes didn't count, and there was some... Back then, they was doing ballots, uh, paper ballots, mm-hmm. and they had a thing called uh, chads, where it's like it punch a hole in it for who you vote for, and the chad would be hanging half in and half out, and the yeah. voter get miscounted. Yeah. Even after all of that, when they realized, hey, man, y'all didn't count these votes right. Well, the election over with, and, and Bush wins. Yeah. And they never did go back and address it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if they do that for the presidential election, how come in the sheriff's race, they're like, oh, well, he won by one vote. Uh, but something, something funny going on. Cool. They went back and did a recount. Yeah. It still came out where he was ahead. Yeah. Somehow now with that race they're gonna decide, well man, let's just do the whole thing over again. Yeah. That's completely unusual. Yeah. Like if the national level don't do it, <laughs> how you know, Kettle Parish and can I do it on a local level. Right. Which I'm not saying that they bound by national guidelines. Yeah. But that's just highly unusual. Mm. Uh, we live in the South. I mean there's there's still gonna be racism and bias everywhere. Yeah. You know, if, if black people is a majority, you know, because yeah. I, I know some racist black folk, I know some racist white folk, I know yeah. some racist Mexicans. Yeah. Everybody got they, they're going to take care of their people, yeah. you know. But I really feel like in the political world, uh, the religious world, and in the community, yeah. man, you got to just go and be fair with everybody. Be fair with everybody. You just going to have to. And it's like, keep all that other stuff at the house. You know, you got your right to hate who you want to hate. Yeah. But but don't infuse that into something that everybody else got to participate in. Uh-huh. You at your house and around with your partners, and you talking about somebody down the street that you don't like because of their race, because of their 
religious preference because of their sexual preference. Cool. That's inside the confines of your own house. And you got freedom of speech. You can say it out loud if you want to. Yeah. But just be ready for the repercussions because somebody might have something to say back. You know, that's yeah. how stuff get escalated. But sheriff's race, I, I don't, I don't think that was right. Uh, uh, Whitehorn won that race, and I think Whitehorn should be installed as a sheriff. And that's my opinion on you know that's that's just what it is. Okay, all right, all right. We're gonna move on. I know I got I got a few more minutes. Yo, man, you good? Yeah, you got time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Hey, cause you do so much now, and I want to touch just on a few things. All right, so we're gonna get off of that. Let's go back to um, advertising, promoting. You also um, encourage people to advertise on television. You have access where you can advertise on different. Uh, TV show program BET right. and stuff like that. Yeah, well, what we got in addition to the two, well, the three radio stations, is we have an advertising agency. So that means if you need radio commercials, whether it's regular radio or it's internet radio, we can do that. If you need television commercials, whether it's on regular TV or smart TV, you know, like uh, a lot of a lot of people these days watch TV on the app. Yeah, like they don't actually have cable. Yeah, they don't have satellite. Yeah. Um, they watch BET on the app, and they may watch it on a smart TV, but it's not really yeah. TV. We yeah. can advertise on that. It's called OTT, over-the-top advertising. Yeah. Um, if you need flyers, we do basic graphic design. Like, we're not yeah. no graphic designers, but if you just need yeah. something basic and you don't have a flyer at all yeah. or a logo, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, we do billboards. We yeah. do um, on-site promotion. Like, when we come out, set up the sound system, yeah. play some family-friendly music, and help draw a crowd to the business. Yeah. And we do this nationwide. It's like we could do it anywhere. We could do it here at Shreveport. We could do it in Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, Philly. It's like it don't, it don't matter what city because everybody got the same TV stations, the same Internet. They got access to billboards. They got access to radio stations. So as an advertising agency, we can help a business, a church, a nonprofit organization, a for-profit organization, a school, if you need something that deals with any kind of media, we could do it anywhere around the country. Hey, man, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> that's dope. I got to say, that's <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> I said, that's fucking dope, dog. I'm sorry. Right. I'm I'll sorry. be. I'll uh, be, man. That's dope. But people need to, they, they need to know this. They need to be able to have access to this stuff. and that, They don't realize how close it is, right. how, how, how close the access is. If you just ask questions. Ask questions, because our, our, this is what I want for our culture, too. Yeah. Man, we got a rich culture. We got a rich heritage. It's like a, a lot of other ethnicities feed off of us for, we got the fun vibe going, you know. We got the sports. Yeah. We got the, yeah. we got the hype. We just, we, yeah. we just a dope culture, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But some of the aspects that I think that we don't feed enough into is stuff like financial literacy. Yeah. We never sit around, you know, and talk about how to, Break the generational curses of yeah. man. I don't own nothing. You know, you renting, yeah. you you always in debt, and even if you're not in debt, you just ahead of them bills. It's yeah. not you're not paying them off like you need to. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, everybody go through them problems. Not just black folks, but in yeah. our culture, we never sit around and talk about solutions to stuff like that long term that go from kid to father to grandfather to. Yeah. It's not generational. It's like we just on our own, and each generation seems like it's starting over. So I said all that to say this. Conflict resolution, we need to be talking about it. Like, how can we resolve a conflict other than square up or start shooting? You know, yeah. it don't have to be like that all the time. Yeah. But we don't talk about it. Yeah. How do we uh, uh, increase our economic wealth as a as a community so that we're not dependent on bank loans, payday loans, borrowing money, 
having us rob and steal. I mean, you know, and again, that's not all of us because I know, see, there's some people that think, and anyway, I'm going to just be straight up with you, yeah. right? Yeah. There's some people that don't know me that feel like, oh, that nigga think he better than everybody. He be yeah. walking around here, blah, blah. Man, I'm just like this. I just don't make no excuses. Yeah. I don't care what the white man doing. I don't care what the I don't care what some black folks that don't like me doing. I, I I love y'all. I do really. Even people that dislike me, I got love in my heart for everybody because it's like I got my flaws. So yeah. it's like I can't be mad at them for what that what their flaw is. Whatever their flaw is, I got some too. So I'm gonna have to allow them them flaws. But I just don't want people to feel like I think I'm better than everybody or anybody. I just I try not to let stuff stop me. Yeah. If a white dude right now walked up in my face and called me a nigga, I just look at him because it's like as long as you don't try to put your hands on me. Uh-huh. But you have a problem at that point if you yeah. do. But yeah. talk, man, I heard the word nigga eight thousand times, and just because yeah. you say it, I don't even know you, so I, I don't respect you. I want for our culture to be more about financial literacy and and the things that make for a good lifestyle yeah. for themselves, their yeah. kids, and at the same time, you know, you want respect. You know, you know, don't let nobody just disrespect you. Yeah. But it's some battles to me. In my opinion, it's not worth fighting, and I don't fight them. Yeah. I fight the battles for, like, my people when they need something to eat, or I make sure they're good, or, you know. Yeah. I, I exert that energy for them, and to help help clients, like we talking about with the advertisement. Yeah. I really want to help my clients, you know, get advertisement so they can make money. Because as we come up as a people, then other ethnicities will start to respect us a little bit more. And and if they don't, that's cool, but it's like, at least we trying, you know what I'm saying? And I want to be a part of that uh, 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 help. Cause I'm not gonna be here forever, and it's like, only legacy I want is that, hey man, that little dude used to try to help people. That's all. I don't. You ain't gonna remember I was a DJ, and most really, they ain't gonna really remember me at all. Cause like 30 years from now, ain't nobody gonna be like, remember this little dude named Elroy, Elton, Eli? What was his name? I don't know. <laughs> hey man, it's Eli. But hey, as long as they know I, I try to help, though, that's all. Mr. Right on to the right. Right on, on, right on. Right on, right on, man. Hey, how can people find you? Man, it's really easy. Look, cause I'm I'm so old school. I don't do no texting. Do not try to text me. <laughs> Call me, cause I'd rather talk to you on the phone so I can hear what you sound like. See if you're really mad, if you're happy, whatever. Yeah. Three one eight two two one five four two two. Had that same number for like since nineties, yep. thirty four years. I, I, I yeah. It used to be a. That. That's a landline. I also got. A, Still got a landline. Yeah. Well, I mean that the number is just routed yeah. to a cell phone now, yeah. so it'll ring to a cell phone. Yeah. 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 I still got my old beeper number. It's just that the beeper number has been transferred to a cell phone. So Whoa. dial that number, 318-459-0222. So but call. Don't be trying to text me. And don't <laughs> inbox me on Facebook. Call me. <laughs> the voicemail ain't never full. Just hit me yeah. up. There it is, right here. And anyway, I appreciate you having me on the show, man, for real. Man, no, thank yeah, you. The show, the show is dope, man. You know, the, the, the Lunch and Blunt show, I love it. Man, so, you know, I we just put it together, you know what I'm saying? Uh, actually, this will be episode 220 for me. Oh, dude. You know what I'm saying? You, Going you, up on YouTube, so. Congratulations. You, you know got you got more shows than some of these <laughs> national TV shows that got canceled mid-season. <laughs> <laughs> Man, props. Hey, man. props on that, For man. real, you know, we've been doing this for a minute, about five years, so, you know, good, man. Uh, man, like I say, I, and my thing is just to continue to highlight people in the community. It ain't always about the nigga that's hottest or the who the hottest right. or who the best or who this. No, let's talk and have a conversation with the normal man. Man, let's you do know it. What I'm let's and, do it. And, and, and props to all of y'all, all the viewers, man. Y'all support this man in the show. When you see the show, share it. Cause, yeah. And that's another thing, man. That doesn't cost us anything. We got social media now. Yeah. We could be helping each other out for no dollars. 
No dollars at all. Share the YouTube link, subscribe to the yeah. channel, like yeah. the channel, tell some people about yeah. it, put it on your social media, man. We can all help each other out in, in ways that don't cause us nothing. I'm down with that all the time. There it is. Right here at the Let Your Blood Show. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.